This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers. I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper, less a tee like I am each and every week. Um, and like we've been doing for a good while now, uh, what we're doing here on the Dew Sweepers is we're playing uh, some of my podcasts, the Tour Coach, which are collections of interviews, conversations from all around the world of golf, from whether it's here in Mobile, Alabama, uh, down to Old Palm and Palm Beach Gardens, to travel on the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, Live Tours, Corn Ferry Tours, wherever it is we go. And the interesting and the fascinating and the accomplished teachers and coaches and players and all everybody we run into, we sit down and have these conversations. So if you love the game of golf and you want to get better, you're going to find these interesting, I think. And today we've got a great one. I want to thank all of you out there that support the show, support the podcast. In particular, um, my good friend Ed Rowan at Taylor Martino and Rowan. And look, hopefully nobody here needs a lawyer. Uh, I was driving down government the other day, and I mean, people are driving. This was over the holidays. People are driving like maniacs, pulling out in front of each other. Look, there's a reasonable chance you could get caught in some sort of car accident out there, the way folks drive. So if that happens, don't just assume that like, Hey, everything's going to work out or just assume insurance or the guy that hits you is going to do the right thing. Unfortunately, that may not always happen. You want to be proactive. You want to get somebody that has the most resources. You want to get somebody that's had the most success. You want somebody that's the most passionate about winning for you. And I can attest, um, you know, I can attest that Ed Rowan is that guy. And you want to get somebody that also has just got, you know, the best experts and, and he's got access to all the things that you would need to win your case. And that's Taylor Martino and Rowan at 433-3131. Um, you've got to go check him out if you need a lawyer. 433-3131. And I said this, I think it was on last week's show, that uh, I, I find it interesting, just like when I go sometimes have to change flights, book flights, I'll use the chat portion of the Delta app. And uh, they've got a chat portion when you go to Taylor Martino and Rowan's website where you can chat with somebody, get some help, get some info. So check them out, Taylor Martino and Rowan at 433-3131. Also, special shout out to Blaine Stokely, Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. Uh, Nobody has what you need for your house and your yard any better, more knowledgeable, better selection, than Stokely's Midtown Garden Express right there off of government, right there where air, basically where airport meets government. Um, you can't, I mean, you're not going to find any place better. They've doubled their greenhouse size. they got more selection. I go walking through it often and always pick up some stuff for the house. You should too. So Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, my boy Blaine Stokely, they do a wonderful job there. And last but not least, um, Mitch McConnell and the folks at McConnell Automotive, they keep the dew sweeper in Buicks. We've had a great relationship with them for a long time. Mitch is passionate about golf. He's passionate about sports, passionate about our community. Please, if you're shopping for an automotive here, um, stop in and give the folks at McConnell Automotive, Mitch McConnell and the folks there, unbelievable job. 
and they've been supporting us for such a long time. This show and a lot of what we do wouldn't continue to go on if it wasn't for Mitch. So special thanks to them, as well as Shrixon Golf, Bushnell Golf, and Vineyard Vines. They do so much for us, and we've all been partners. If you've listened to the show for a long time, you know we've had the same partners for a long, long time. I think that says not only how supportive and great they are at what they do, um, we, we really value the relationships. Um, uh, I put up a video on YouTube this week on our Do Sweepers YouTube channel that I think is very interesting. Um, we had a new student come in, was referred to me, uh, and he had a big over-the-top pull. Sliced it a little bit, was more of just a big pull, but was extremely over-the-top. And, um, you know, he had a square club face, uh, but was very, you know, had lost distance, very frustrated, loves the game of golf, willing to work at it. And I put up the steps that we went to fix this gentleman. And the reason I think this is appropriate and important for all of you here as you start off the new year is if you're really starting off the new year and you're really wanting to get better, like we did with this gentleman, we we found the cause. We fa- Most folks that are listening to me, if you've struggled and you haven't really gotten better, You've been trying to fix symptoms. You film videos of your swing. You know what the ball does. Maybe you've taken some instruction. And everybody's always trying to fix the symptoms. They're trying to fix the effects, if you will, of what's going on. For lasting improvement and to really get better, you've got to fix the cause. You've got to dive into what the what's happening with the golf swing. And what we did with this gentleman was, one, we found out some things in his body and the way he moves that he needs to improve some stability. And that the way he moved and used his body didn't allow him to get to the inside of the ball. So we fixed his pivot first. And then at the same time, we also helped him develop an understanding of how the club is supposed to move and work up and down the plane. And we used a good old fashioned box that I learned from the great Butch Harmon on one of my visits out there um, and used some other cool little training, but it's a step-by-step kind of how we did it. So anyways, if you come over the top, you hit pulls or slices. I mean, this is a great video. You can find it on our YouTube video page. Uh, just type in Tony and the Dew Sweepers. But more importantly, if you're struggling, you want to get better, sit down and figure out why things are happening in your golf swing. Figuring out the why is the most important part of getting better at the game of golf. And we'll leave that with you to start the year. So really take that to heart. Um, if you've been struggling and you've been trying to get better and you haven't, you haven't figured out the why, or if you have, you haven't figured out really how to change that movement pattern or what's happening. And that's what you need to do to get better. And that, my friends, is the Shrixon Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. Uh, so lots going on here at our studio in Mobile, but even more around the Dew Sweepers world when it comes to retreats uh, and content that's out there. So everything that you need to play better golf is available for you at DewSweepersGolf.com, but you can find our videos and our Inside the ropes, behind the scene content stuff is available for you. Um, if you go to Do Sweepers on YouTube, you can also follow all my stuff on Instagram at the Do Sweeper. So lots going on. We've got content for you. We've got lots of videos. I think you'll enjoy the pro work. We've got a few more episodes to come out, but lots of great stuff for all of you golfers out there. And don't forget to support support Taylor Martino and Rowan, um, Blaine Stokely, McConnell Automotive and all of our family, uh, all of our friends and supporters of this show. Also, special thanks to Clint Crouch, 
behind the glass and behind the scenes that always makes this podcast and radio show come out on time, sound good, and help all of you get better at the game of golf. We'll be right back with the Tour Coach Podcast and more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. All right. So it's Golf Camp Episode 1 here, 2024, for those that follow along or those that don't. Uh, every January, um, Jackson Court, who's sitting here with me at the table, myself, and we get all our guys, and now girls, playing for a living um we invite him to come down for three four days to palm beach gardens we've been doing this zach we talked earlier when i thought i was recording this but the batteries ran out we're somewhere around seven eight nine years doing this i know the early year uh we were in uh we we stayed down in fort lauderdale and i know there was a year that you got had to go to the hospital for having like a hundred uh coconuts that you strip down off the trees of our rental houses and uh but that's another podcast uh serious story you did end up in the hospital um but i always think the interesting thing and over the years we've had different players from different um places in their career i've always found it fascinating I'm, i think jackson you've probably can comment on this too um you know, we've had years where we've had Bill Haas, Lucas Glover was here for a bunch of years. Um, Luke Guthrie joined us a bunch of years. Um, you know, we've had all different players, different different places in their career all working together, and I think it's fascinating. I think it's fun. I think there's a lot to get out of. We we rent a, do a rental house for a group of us, and we all stay together and, and – uh, this year we've got a great group, and our first uh, first girl player joining us, Erica Shepard, who did a fantastic job today riding in my cart, helping coach me around. But uh, Jackson, let's start with your thoughts. And I thought the topic tonight, sitting here at the table at Golf House, be with Emilio Gonzalez, Zach Zucker, Will McFadden, you and I. Let's just talk about what we hope to get out of this week and kind of where we're going with it. And from your perspective as a teacher, my perspective as a teacher, and from there as a player, and and, and also everybody listen to this, kind of bow your heads a little bit for a second. Jackson's in incredible back pain, and he's highly medicated, so I hope we get him through this. <laughs> Go ahead, Jackson. Uh, no, it's one of my favorite events of the year. I think I told Emilio that. I was a little bummed I can't tee it up and try to make some birds, but – it's obviously fun for me because I get to see some phenomenal golfers, right? And um, seeing them interact is incredible. And I get to learn a ton watching them. And maybe I help a little bit, I guess. But um, I you think help a lot. You do help a lot. I think my the first thing I want to open with is like it's really cool at your junior camps to see like the new kids that might not have as much experience that you pair with the older kids and they help them along. Right. And like you have that same dynamic here Mm -hmm. where you have veterans that are helping guys that might just be starting their professional career. And it's really cool to see the insight from those guys that have been around a little while helping people that are in different parts of their career, but also working through different parts of their game or coming off off season. And I think, that's a 
invaluable experience to these guys that, and I, also insight for me too because that's helping me coach other agree. people and i think like you know i started when i, yeah, I talked about lucas and bill i thought that those, the mm. years that they were down here but it's been fun for me to watch players grow i mean zach's obviously in a position where he's you know he's back and he's grinding get working to get status again but improve his status but like he's a veteran here and you watch guys look up to him and you watch guys talk to him about things and then you, you like watch it just watch an interaction today you watch andy's obviously had a hell of a year and uh we talked i talked to will and the larry a little bit about spending time with them because he's really good at getting his way around the golf course and then you look at a guy like rick lamb who obviously everybody here knows zach knows like played a couple years out on tour got dinged last year i mean that's a whole podcast in itself getting hit in the damn head with a ball missing a year but like you know obviously a lot of experience so i think you have these guys that have been around they've played the pga tour they've played the corn Ferry tour you got guys coming and earning their way through the corn Ferry tour or you got guys like will mcfadden who's just out of college i think it's an interesting group of people and all sharing and i've always strived for it and it's happened i tell people all the time it's pure happenstance like uh i was just trying to put together a fun week (laughs) work together right (laughs) didn't really expect it to turn out much but like i think that culture of everybody helping together is a cool thing and i think it carries on through the year Mm -hmm. because i've gone out on tour events and i've gone like I've shown up in Palm Strings, and I've seen him and Lucas playing nine together. You know, I've shown up at places I've watched, you know, like, and you see that that community, I think that's a cool thing. So, yeah. I'll never forget last year at Floridian, we were hitting balls, and it was into the wind off the left, and McFadden was asking a question about long irons and, like, how he either hits this, like, pole or he hits it short right and how to not do that in tournament. And I – would have loved to throw out an answer, but I was like, why don't we just walk down to the other side of the range where Andy's hitting balls? I'm sure he's going to have a great answer. And Andy went right into like something with his lower body, what he feels and how he sees the shot and executes it. And I thought like, that is just incredible. Mm -hmm. And probably some information that I definitely wouldn't have been able to give you. So let's, let's, I mean, you and I are fascinating people, Jackson. I could talk to you all day, but let's let's go around. Let's Amelia. Let's talk about this. Is your, right. how many years you've been this, since, since I turned pro? Well, how many golf? Is this your third? Oh yeah, exactly. Since third, I turned pro, yeah, yeah third, third golf one. camp. Let's talk about your. What do you hope to get out of this one, and why do you? If you like this week, if you don't like it, I mean, <laughs> I'd probably rather you not say it. But but go ahead and be honest. Uh, my whole deal about this week is just setting a really good plan on the things I want to work on in my entire golf game from putting all the way to driving uh, and just not let it go the rest of the year. And every time I see you guys, just kind of get a checkup and make sure I'm not out of whack. From what did you shoot today at Old Palm? I played pretty good. Uh, shot seven under. Not a bad day. No, not a bad day to start off the week. And I said to Jackson <laughs> early today, I said I felt really good about coming to this because more than most times felt like I'd seen everybody and we'd all seen everybody for the most part. Zach would be the one I've seen the least, but we'd worked a month ago or so. So, like, I felt like everybody's in a pretty good spot. Talk about the things you're working on and what are you trying to improve? 
Uh, it's been honestly ball striking wise, I've been pretty pretty good about staying online with the things I'm working on. It's uh, three things. One is related to my setup. One is related to my backswing, and one's related to my through swing and how I get my body moving through. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just like you you told me last time we worked together is like. Not because I'm telling you something different means that we're changing the plan. Like, you're just giving me different medication for what we're mm-hmm. working on. And that was pretty good perspective and helped a lot. Well, so I keep introducing you. I, I, at some point, I'm going to have to quit introducing you. This <laughs> just turned pro out of Troy. But I feel like it helps Troy. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Like, people know it. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, anyways... Anywho, um, what it, this is? You came last year, did you not? You well, you were one of the first AMs we let sneak in here. Um, what are you, your second one? What are you, what are you looking forward to? What did you get out of last year? What are you hoping to get out of this? Um, well, last year was an incredible experience. You know, as a college guy, to get to come hang around with with ten pros and just see the way that they function and do their things every day was just it was really cool to see as a college guy before I moved on and graduated and got out into the pro ranks um it's been a lot of fun the last last few months playing as a pro it it has been about six months now so so we're I feel like we're getting into it so it's been it's been a good ride so far but this week I really just want to um we had a good lesson a few weeks ago um over in Jacksonville and um sorry <laughs> uh, and so this week I'm just trying to keep doing what I'm doing over there and um keep working on the same stuff in my swing and um really just keep building on everything and most importantly learn from these guys yep. um these guys are all all great players and I look up to all of them and it's it's good to be around them and really excited to see how the rest of the week goes on I think before we hand it over to Zach, I think one of the cool things is the way everybody here, I know it gets old, me saying it, but the way everybody looks out for each other, looks up to each other, and helps each other. I mean, I think that's a cool thing. And and I'm going to get, before we hand over the microphone, like Zach has embraced it. He's great at doing that. And he's also been an all-star doing that with our juniors when he's come and hung out. And it's a pretty it's a pretty cool deal to watch you with our kids. We're gonna hand the hand hand Zach the mic so I don't jump over the table. Yeah, so like you guys said, this is always one of my You're the favorite. Yeah, the, I'm the veteran. That's right. Um, You're the longest tenured dew sweeper by far, right? Yeah, it's got to be since like what we we're pushing 15 years almost, right? 15 years. I mean, longer than any marriage I've had. <laughs> <laughs> You're my longest successful relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I'm honored. We don't see each other all the time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We take little breaks. That's. <laughs> I mean, we don't um, date other people or anything. It's not like it's an open relationship. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. You're not cheating on me in Birmingham, are you? Nope. Okay, just checking. No, nope. never had another lesson actually with yeah. anybody else. I don't, I yeah, don't care what they hear to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is always one of my favorite weeks of the year. You get to come here. Um, most of the golfers have just taken a little bit of a break for. You know, which they don't do much throughout the year, but you take off. You know, most of December is pretty slow, and um, 
So everybody's kind of well-rested, um, ready to get back to grinding on golf. And I just think hanging out with a bunch of other guys that are great at golf, meet a few new guys every year, and uh, get working on our game with, with you. And um, I think it just gets you know started in the right direction every year. You're listening to the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast, available wherever it is you get your podcast. Just type in the Tour Coach, and you can hear more of these conversations from around the world of golf. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. This is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast, which is selections of discussions from around the world of golf from the people I meet, work with, find interesting, and, and that help me do the best job I can in this segment of the Tour Coach Podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts, is brought to you by our good friend Blaine Stokely, Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, right there on Government, where uh, airport meets government. So make sure you check them out. They've got everything you need. Very appreciative of them and their support of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. So you've been around a while. How old are you now? 37. 37, right? So close not close to my age. I don't even know what I'm going there. With. But anyways, uh, so you've been out there a while. You've had a bunch of success yourself. When you watch these young guys and you're looking at them, in your head, I know you don't ever say anything, but, but like what are the qualities when you see a person and you go, hey, this kid could be really good at the next level. What are the qualities that you look for? Like when you see somebody that's here or, or – or just in playing on the corn ferry or playing on tour or whatever, what are the things where you look at what, – what are the things that you see you're like, hey, man, like this kid's got it. What are qualities that you look at that catch your eye? Um, usually the first one that always like stands out when I'm wowed by another golfer I'm playing with or by a young – usually a young kid like you know, fresh out of college is like the, the fearlessness they play with. They go out, they – you know, they're trying to hit – every single shot and for the most part like they they pull them off and I think it's just like they just play so much I don't know they understand their own game that they don't look like they're searching for anything they're just you know playing their own game you think it gets harder to be that way when you've been out there a while or if you've played on tour um (laughs) yeah I don't know. I don't. I don't see that very often from veterans. They tend to play like more conservative. I think a little like smarter. They think they're playing smarter, but um, yeah, I think with the younger golfers, I I do tend to see them, you know, going going for everything. I think they shoot a lot more low numbers because of it. That's interesting. I thought that's great great perspective i think one of the things that we need to do with you is you're a very creative person everybody that knows you knows you're crazy crazy creative like get you to be a more creative and fearless on the golf course yeah, and i, I think I when you completely. because when you when you go play pro-ams 
or we go out on the golf course this week, other other than the time that I did beat you with the strokes and we got into a fight and I had to throw my <laughs> clubs and I don't want to – it's a bad story. But, like, other than the incident, as we call it, in Palm Beach Gardens, um, <laughs> like, you, when you play fearless, you play phenomenal golf. And I think our goal this week as a group ought to be to help you figure out how to play more fearless. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd I be. A, that, I think that's pretty cool. So, I mean, Jackson, what you what do you have to add now? I would just be curious. From uh, we've got a big plant here in the middle of the table <laughs> that it's hard to get some around there. I would just be curious, like what shots in particular you may struggle with or you need to sharpen in your toolbox to help you become more fearless on the golf course? Yeah, I don't – it's not something that stands out in my, like, mind immediately thinking I, you know, play away from certain shots. But I when I think back of all the shots I used to hit when I was younger or fresh out of college, it was, you know, like – I mean, right. I mean, again, I can look at it and say it was pretty stupid as well at times, but it was like I, I almost never laid up on a par five if I could get there. There was, I mean, if it, would, if it took a 10 out of 10 three wood to get there, I was still going to hit the three wood. And when it was going great, I, I would post more low numbers, I think, because of that. And, but also, I don't, I don't think like now that I'm necessarily fearless. I think it's more like, calculated which i don't think is always good though because again you, you're taking when you're when you're really playing well you know you're i'd rather be more polar on mm-hmm. the, than just shooting a bunch of around par scores i think is i think that's great i mean i think this is really interesting yeah i mean i think emilio what what do you need to do what do you need to do this year to play better than you did do you hit it good yeah Right. What did you learn from last year, and what do you need to do better this year? Uh, I think I just got to take more ownership uh, than last year of, like, the things I'm working on and, like, just letting myself be out there, you know? Like, I just need to get out of the way and own my golf game instead of just trying to do things in a completely different way. Because at the end of the day, I consider myself a pretty creative golfer, too. Like, I like to hit shots, and that's how I learned to play the game, first of all. So, yeah, just kind of go back to that. Willie Mack, obviously, you know, been out six months. You watch these guys. Jackson and I talked about it. We saw you earlier. I think that you made a huge improvements in your golf swing and from a physical fitness side in the last six months. It's been – Huge. How different is being here as a pro different from being here as a college player? And how different is it playing pro versus playing college, regardless of what size school you come from? I mean, you know, we, we talked about it before, like the first few college events. I mean, the first few pro events out there, it, it definitely felt different. And um, it's the same way, I think, with golf camp, too. Like last year, I was really focusing on listening to everybody, like what they were saying, trying to pick everybody's brain, like really trying to get into all these guys' heads and figure out what they're thinking out there. Um, Whereas it's transformed this year into I still want to do that. But, however, as Emilio says, I want to be better at owning my golf game. So I'm more focusing 
focusing on myself a little more, I'd say, as a pro at golf camp than than really focusing on what everybody else is doing. Um, and I think that's just different in realizing, like, what you need. Like, instead of shopping what everybody else is working on, listening to all that, I think as a pro it's really been just figuring out what works for me and building off of that. Jackson? Any mindset change from what you learned from the boys a year ago here? As in, as in like... Um, Good catch. Thanks. As in, what do you mean by mindset change? Like, uh, like playing out on the golf course. You were playing college, like Tony said, right. last year, and you, you picked up how they think and operate on the golf course. Is there anything that stood out to you in that regard? I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is how, how people stick to their games. Like, you know, I've seen people like Andy, who pre- predominantly plays a cut, watching him what he does when the pin's on the left or on the right, watching the way that he plays his shot. And then, you know, I've played with, with Lucas before, who is a drawer, obviously, and watching him work it, and depending on where the pin is. Like, they're not trying to do anything totally different. Like, Zach's the same way, predominant fader. Like, they're not trying to change their shot that they're going to hit into different situations. They're just playing what they know they can play in the safest or most aggressive position, whatever they may think. Is there an aspect of your game from putting to driver that needs to snowball better this year? Um, Well, for me, like my whole career, I've always needed to putt it a little better. And I think over the last year and a half or so, it's gotten a lot more consistent. Um, So I'd say that's probably the biggest thing. And, you know, I love to chip and chip. So I keep working on my short game, too, is my favorite thing to do. Zach, what part of your game you need to improve this year? Um, I feel like last year I made big strides in the ball striking from mm-hmm. the previous few years and probably went backwards in putting. Um, so I need to work. You think that just comes from focusing so much on ball striking? Because I, I, I'm curious because I, yeah. I see folks that like grind their ass off like on their golf swing and ball striking, and then they get hitting it better, but the putting's not great. Like you, you just, you know, I th- I'm curious. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hard to get to work on everything equally. Um, even if it's even if you're putting in the same amount of time, the focus last year was way more on ball striking. Like mentally, I was more tuned in. It was more. Um, I just put a lot more effort mentally, mm-hmm. I think, into the ball striking, and so. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, I felt I felt like I didn't work any less on my putting last year than I have, but that was definitely worse last year than it had been previous in the previous years. So a good goal this week, obviously, other than what we talked about getting back to being fearless, probably would be to just have a good understanding of what you need to do putting. Yeah, exactly. You're listening to the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast, available wherever it is you get your podcast. Just type in the Tour Coach, and you can hear more of these conversations from around the world of golf. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. This is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast, which is selections of discussions from around the world of golf from the people I meet, work with, find interesting, and, and that help me do the best job I can. In this segment, 
of the Tour Coach Podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts, is brought to you by our good friend Blaine Stokely, Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, right there on Government, where uh, airport meets government. So make sure you check them out. They've got everything you need. Very appreciative of them and their support of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Emilio? Tell them, like, what you think their strengths are. I think Zach's strength is his creativity. And I thought the reason I took the question the way I did when he, you know, mentioned playing fearless, mm-hmm. was I remember him when he was younger. I mean, he was – the first time I ever watched you play, you you were just out. I think you were just out or still at UAB. You were playing at the Country Club of Mobile. Maybe it was – it was around the time that Bobby shot 57 in the state junior that year, like – it was somewhere – anyways, I just so – I saw him play holes. And I remember the stories of you hitting these crazy chips and pitches from, like, off, like, the balconies and shit to, like <laughs> – right? I'm serious. I'm not kidding when I say that. Like, from – Right, right? And, and, yeah, or up by where they keep the carts over the bushes to the ninth green. And I'd like to see Zach get back to playing more free golf and just being more relaxed and letting his creativity. Cause when he does like he I mean, his talent's impressive and what he can do with a golf ball. Yeah, it's and more, more fun as well. Yeah, yeah for sure, sure, right? I think Emilio's strength is, is ball striking, and I think his ability to flight and hit shots, and I think he can hit things he sees, um, and I think he needs to stay with that. I think he needs to understand his putting and his short game better and take ownership of it himself and then understand that there's times you don't hit it good and that's okay. Like, I think you're in a situation not like you – know, that, that like where if you don't hit it good because you don't – you haven't gotten to where you're comfortable and secure enough putting and all that, then you don't play good. And you need to get to a point where you're confident enough, secure enough around the greens and putting that the days you don't hit good, you still can score good. Yeah. Right? And then, Will, I just think – I mean – I think Will is more like continuing to get better with your body. Your golf swing's great. You can drive the piss out of that son of a bitch when you get it going. And, uh, I mean, I just think – I think yours is just – like I think there's so many great things when you go to – you know, you go to school and you play all the time. But, like, now you have the opportunity to learn from people that have been out there long. And I think the more you can understand – because you you know we give you a lot of shit, but you're a smart guy, and uh, I mean we love you. You've been around forever, and but like I just think his is more learning what guys that have been through it before. And if I've always thought if you can learn one mistake that Zach or Emilio or Rick or Andy made, and you don't have to make it, that saves you probably a month somewhere along the line, right? At least, right? So that that's my summation of where of where they are. And the podcast we did in Jacksonville, Wayne talked about professionally from an organizational standpoint how they have to manage their games on and off the golf course. So what about for these guys off the golf course? 
for Where that. can they get better? Get better? Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, that's a good question. You know, I'd say Zach is the hardest one because he's got a family, right? And so I think – but I think Zach does an unbelievable job of having wife, kids, being – and I, I tell people this all the time. Him and Wayne Flint, I mean, you're not old enough yet, but, like, they're the two best fathers I've ever seen in my business. Serious, seriously, right? I didn't, do as good a, I didn't do as good a job with my daughter. I wasn't around as much. Like, and I reg- I have regrets. And regret, but, like, I mean, he's not going to have any regrets, mm-hmm. right? So I respect the shit out of that as a person, right? Like, I think that, like, just learning, I think he's just got to keep getting better at figuring out how to do that and structure the practice time because – Okay, if I tell this to the world, nobody's going to be shocked that Zach is a little ADD, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's not going across Peter Jennings right now. I mean, is Peter Jennings even alive? I mean, still, I don't even know, right? Google that, Will. And, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Siri is Peter Jen- I mean, I don't know. I hadn't seen him in a while. But, uh, but, like, I think Zach's challenge is to continue to be what's so important to him. Mm. And we figure ways to keep him on track and structure his practice so that when he that he can be hyper focused on the time that he's out there and do it, and then help and keep him understanding what he does. Is he? Oh, he died. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, but I'm gonna be honest. I love Peter Jennings. I absolutely loved him. I loved him, Dan Rather. Um, what was it? Oh, Tom Brokaw. I mean, those guys. I mean, I wish we'd go back to that. And this we got on TV now is terrible. Um, all right. So, who do you want me to tackle next? Will. Um, what does Will got to get better at? Yeah. I mean, I think it's the body stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. Will's just got to get better. Continue to get better physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that shows you it's missing in college is the ability to get high-level athletes with people that are – God, you hear that cry? Uh, but get high-level athletes. Because I think the talent now across college golf, and I'm sure it's this way in every sport, you know, but the talent's so deep. I mean, there's kids playing at Division One to three that are crazy talented. But if you're not at the very, very top, I think it's hard to get kids with really, really good physical programs. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs it. Now he's got it with Aaron. You're doing an unbelievable job with Aaron. I know Colby helps with all that. Like, uh, I just think he's just got to keep getting better physically. And I think he's got to keep – I think his understanding of his golf swings improved a ton. And – like he talked about his putting, he's got a. None of us here could ever get too good at putting, so I think he's got to keep getting better at putting and uh, getting better physically. Emilio, chai chai. I, I mean, I, I think he's doing a good job. I mean, I think physically he's done. You've done better this year. Yeah. Towards the end of the year, I mean, I think the what you hit on is taking ownership, yeah. right? And it's not fun when you don't play good. It's not fun when you don't do well. Um, but I think you're always closer to playing good than you think. And I think like all people, like just what you said, just taking ownership, admitting that like, Hey, sometimes it doesn't work out and, or whatever. And 
but you got great people around you that care about you and you're going to get there. And I think that's it. I mean, I don't think it's, I would say, I, and actually just a whole golf camp in general, I feel good about where everybody is, which is unusual. Probably means we'll have just a shit year. Cause anytime I feel great about everything, it's true. It's like, I thought a hundred percent Alabama was going to cover the spread against Michigan. I was so sure about it. I mean, it bombed, right? McFadden, McFadden, Alabama fan who took Michigan on the money line. You can DM him direct if you want to bitch at him, but that's fine. But like it's, but uh, anyways, but I feel really good about the guys at this table. I feel like Zach's going to play really, really good in something coming up soon, in a Monday or whatever, or when he gets his opportunity. I think Emilio's going to do great. I think it's – so if we go back to McFadden a little bit, I think McFadden needs to – he's been doing a nice job playing mini tour stuff along the Emerald Coast. I mean, and that's awesome. But I think it's time now that he's been around these guys to up the level of competition mm-hmm. and play some bigger, harder stuff. And so now why don't we, we – we got another few minutes. Why don't we turn this question back around? Let's ask Zach, what do you think, from what you've known these guys, they need to do? Yeah, I haven't um, – I can't speak too much on Emilio's scene. Every time I play with him, he plays lights out. And uh, from the few rounds I've played, I think you were one of the best putters on the planet. So I don't um, – Jingle Bell that we won, I don't think you missed a putt inside of like – I don't know, 12 feet any, any day. And, uh, yeah, um, McFadden, from what I've seen, he just keeps he, – he's consistently gotten better every year for a while. And so that's been pretty cool to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, they're, I think they're doing the right stuff. Good. Jackson, what do you think you're making see better at? So I think, like, you boil it down to one word. For Zach is fearless. Right, I think for Emilio, it's like comfortable, comfortable, or settled, right in his own skin out there. And McFadden, I like one percent, just like continuing to get one percent better. So, I think my last question: New Year, right? And what can we do, or since it's your podcast, what can you do to continue to get better to help these guys this year? I mean, I think they'd be the ones to answer that question, right, more than anybody. Um, You know, I think we try to get better. I try to get better every year. I try to learn stuff. This past year I've tried being down here. I've tried to be in a place and a situation where people have more access to you. Um, In the end, though, it's made it harder to see Zach, I would say that, Mm because I hadn't – but also – one of the big things got hard to see you like when your folks moved from Mobile, we and you didn't come to Mobile. That was kind of how we used to work all the yeah, time, right? Yeah, that's right. But um, you know, I've I've really tried to expand my understanding of the body, and you know how everybody's different, how your body moves different, how injuries affect things, travel, all that stuff. A lot of the stuff doing with Colby, well, that was a big reason of moving down there and having the opportunity was to be part of that. Um, and then just still a lot of the stuff that do with Greg, you know, just kind of understanding how people think and process. I've tried to gain a bigger understanding of how people learn better. You know, I think that's been – I don't think anything about what I teach. I mean, still square faces and getting you on plane and turning and shit like that that isn't very fun. But, like, I, you know, but understanding how to help teach you all better, uh, I think has been what I've focused on, you know. And I would say this – 
as I digress. But like I've, you know, this year I'm trying to see, I'm trying to chase people less, be in a place we can work productively, and when we're together, do a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to find 10, 20 minutes here or there on the road, hoping to catch somebody, but not getting anything done. I think we're way better when we have a plan and we all get together. And now we're in a good place. I mean, hell, Zach, you just soon come down here and hang out for two days and work as do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? So what do you think, Jackson? What are you going to do better other than get your back better so yeah. we don't have you doped up during these podcasts? Get better physically. Um, <laughs> no, and continue to learn, right? Like, I think if you can identify your weaknesses, like – we're trying to help these guys. I think maybe my weakness is still like trying to learn everything and then still teach in my own way and staying authentic to that. So continuing to learn, but not let it let me go down rabbit holes where it influences my teaching on a day to day basis. And um, I think that would be the big thing. And like also being patient is big because I always want to like get to the next level or improve this and I like I want it really bad and I don't think that helps my attention and like the focus on the day-to-day small details because mm-hmm. then when that stuff starts to go awry then I don't perform as good day in and day out and that that's just not fair that's great to any lesson I think that's just part of learning who you are and which I think we all got to get better but guys this has been awesome great kickoff we had a unbelievable day at old palm today hosted by matt cuddy matt lashinger and and then uh, a cool dinner at prezzo with everybody it was very nice um so tomorrow um we're up at hope sound golf course host we're going to work a little old palm and then erica shepherd new to, we got to get her on the podcast this week new episode two episode two e coming in hot um going to join the podcast but uh we're going to play out there with her so we got a great group and uh emilio won the scratch off we're giving away first place is a 20 dollars scratch off every day 10 dollars for second and emilio won 50 bucks so i think that's fantastic and at the end of the week we'll, <laughs> at the end of the week we're gonna we're gonna let jackson broadcast sheet too so let everybody know how they come out money wise but uh appreciate everybody listening in and stay tuned we'll have more good stuff coming from golf camp This is Tony Ruggiero, and you've been listening to the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast. But if you like what you hear today, you're bound to find more conversations and discussions on helping you play better golf wherever it is you get your podcast. Whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it is, just type in Tony Ruggiero or type in the Dew Sweepers or type in the Tour Coach, and you'll find us. You'll find more conversations that are going to help you play your best. Once again... Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks to McConnell Automotive. Thanks for Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, Shrixon Golf, Vineyard Vines, and Bushnell, and everybody that supports us. And we'll be back next week with more help for your golf game.